Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dora, and you're listening to The Sunday Scaries. So I'm going to paint a picture for you, and you let me know if it's familiar at all. It's Sunday night, and you're lounging on your couch or in bed. Maybe the TV's on, or you're listening to music. You get a little bored and pick up your phone and decide to check your Instagram. You're then confronted by seemingly photo after photo of people on vacation. Crystal blue water, lots of smiles, gorgeous food on rustic plates. And then you look around your apartment and contemplate all the work you have to do on Monday morning and think, wow, I want to be literally anywhere but here. Okay, so maybe this image I painted isn't 100% accurate to you, but it's exactly what happened to me a few weeks ago. I saw a picture of this person I know on vacation and thought, I would do anything to be on vacation right now. I then was immediately caught up in waves of disappointment and resentment. And so goes the cycle. A thought sparks a feeling, and the feeling feeds the thought, and around and around we go. There's also catastrophizing, thinking, my life is so boring and I never get to do fun things. During situations like these, I often think about what I heard Eckhart Tolle say once that went something like this. Stress arises when we want to be in another place instead of right here. 
Having this kind of anxiety on Sunday of wanting to be somewhere we aren't or comparing ourselves to another person can steal our joy. So how do we keep our joy intact? First, let's take stock of reality. Maybe you don't want to be going into work tomorrow. Maybe you'd much rather be lounging somewhere along the French Riviera. But the reality is you do have to go back to work tomorrow. So we've taken stock of reality. Now what's next? Well, focusing on the negative feelings just helps it grow. So instead, we shift our attention elsewhere. That way we can find some more happiness. But where should we shift our attention? This is where the Buddhist practice of mudita, or empathetic joy, comes in. Empathetic joy means cultivating your own sense of joy by connecting to the happiness and success of another person. Essentially, when you're feeling jealousy or comparison or just need a little pick-me-up, bring to mind someone who brings you joy or you're happy for, and feelings of personal joy will follow, hopefully. However, I will add that living in a Western individualistic society, cultivating empathetic joy can be quite challenging. For some of us, when we see someone having fun or being successful, we may think that our chances of being successful have decreased, like there isn't enough to go around for all of us. Now, cultivating joy for those that we envy can actually add depth to our practice and may even lead to a deeper sense of joy. But here's the thing. When practicing mudita, you don't even need to focus on the person that you're jealous of. In my Instagram example, I didn't think of how happy I was for this person on vacation. I actually started thinking about my niece and what makes her laugh, because her laughter makes me laugh and smile. And it helped. You can pick different people or joyful images to focus on, depending on the situation, too. Sometimes I'll think of my best friend, and other times I'll think about feel-good memories from my past. It's in those moments that we can cultivate empathetic joy for the people we know and love that can help us ease into connecting to a sense of joy for the people we don't know. The ones on vacation when you're up to your knees in deadlines, due dates, and Zoom meetings. Science has even shown that when we can tap into this sense of appreciative joy, it actually increases our own sense of life satisfaction and happiness. As I shared before, It's not always easy to find and choose joy when you're constantly being bombarded with highlight reels of others. Even before we open up Instagram, we may already be experiencing anxiety, frustration, and sadness. As with all things like meditation and mindfulness, cultivating mudita is a practice and a muscle that needs to be built over time. It requires great intention and effort to choose to be happy for someone when we may feel otherwise. It's important for us to check in with ourselves and notice those different thoughts and feelings and remind ourselves, just like me, this person desires happiness and joy. And it's in that remembrance that we can start to cultivate genuine happiness for the happiness of others. So enough talking about mudita. Let's give this a try. Take a moment here just to ground yourself. So maybe that looks like taking a deep breath or getting comfortable wherever you are. Eyes can be open or closed. Just relaxing the shoulders, 
allowing them to fall away from the ears. And then thinking of someone in your life who is happy and filled with joy. And think about what you appreciate and love about this person. And allowing those feel-good feelings to fill the body. And repeating after me. May your joy be nurtured and nourished. And may your joy continue to grow and overflow into the lives and hearts of others. Just noticing what it feels like to offer them these phrases. And then just letting that go. And when you're ready, slowly and gently opening your eyes. Just because someone else is happy, it doesn't take happiness away from you. Joy doesn't have limits. In Buddhism, joy is considered to be immeasurable, having no end. Most importantly, joy is found in the present moment, not in the here nor there, but wherever you are and wherever you're able to cultivate it. And even though empathetic joy is found in thinking about someone else, it's still you cultivating those feelings. The joy is still coming from within you. Just something to think about as we head into this new week. And as always, I'm so happy and thankful that you took the time to check in on yourself. I'll see you here next Sunday for an episode on a completely different but equally relatable topic, burnout. Until then, take good care, my friend. Mm -hmm.